Hello, everyone. This is Rasa with a favor to ask before we start the show. If you love listening to You Must Know Everything as much as we love making it, please recommend it to a friend, family member, coworker, classmate, teacher, babysitter, anyone and everyone in your circle and beyond. Word of mouth recommendations like yours make the biggest difference. And one more thing. We now have a You Must Know Everything online store with amazing and exclusive t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs, including, of course, kid sizes. Please follow the store link on our website, youmustknoweverything.com, to check it out, show your support, and spread the love that way, too. Thanks so much, and on with the show. Hi, Dad. Hello, Rasa. How are you? Fantabulous. How are you? I am great myself. Are you ready to know everything? Yes, I am. Okay, let's do it. Today, I want to talk to you about one thing that can make your and other people's day a lot better. Improve my life. Let's hear it. My theory is that you should smile more. Think about it. Sometimes you're having a bad day. Yeah. You're grumpy and you're tired. You might be mad. You might be sad. For whatever reason, you are not happy. Hmm. Yeah. But when that happens, you get to make a choice. You can choose to go around moping, sulking, and being unhappy. Or you can choose to smile. Let go. Even though there's something that you didn't like, you can be happy anyway. Make the best of it and the best will make things better for you? Exactly. Let's say you got a 1% on your spelling test. And then I stub my toe, kicking the door on the way out. Mm-hmm. So now you've got a stubbed toe. And at recess, your friend comes over running, smiling, and says, Hey, do you want to play sand trap? You could go, No, I'm in a bad mood. Go away and be mad and unhappy for the rest of the day. Or you can smile, say, sure, why not? Go run off and have some fun. And I think you should always have some fun because while you don't really want to, because when you're sulky, your mind just wants to stay there. If you make the choice and be happy, I'll tell you, it's a lot more fun. Yeah, you know, I think that sometimes people feel like They're not being true to themselves if they smile when they're unhappy. And that makes sense. But what you're making me think is the smile is what can change your situation to becoming happy again, eventually, if not right away. It can't be a fake smile exactly, but remember that you're the one that's hurting most when you're down and you're frowning. You're also going to be the one that benefits the most when you're up and you're smiling. Exactly. So, you failed the spelling test, you stubbed your toe, you dropped your lunch in a puddle. Just try to smile a little. Let it go. For your sake. And sooner or later, things are gonna be okay. Sometimes the simplest advice is the ones we need to hear. It's making me smile. Just thinking about it. I'll try to take it to heart. There you go. Now that you're smiling, let's put some ice on that toe.
ready for today's poem? Yes, I am. What is it? It's called Selecting Things for Vagueness by Ada Limon. I want to know some things for certain and other things for vague. Have some vague idea of where you are, not an address, no train stop, no telephone, no relative, no neighbor, no local, no highway, blah, 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 no turnpike, no regional, no country, no watershed, no school district, no supermarket, no tributary, no mailbox, no corner, no state bird. No, as the crow flies, because what I do when I find you, well, mister, this I know for certain. <laughs> I like the blah, blah, blah. May I read it? But of course. Selecting Things for Vagueness by Ada Limon. I want to know some things for certain and other things for vague. Have some vague idea of where you are, not an address, no train stop. No telephone, no relative, no neighbor, no local, no highway, blah, 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 no turnpike, no regional, no county, no watershed, no school district, no supermarket, no tributary, no mailbox, no corner, no state bird, no as the crow flies. Because what I do when I find you, well, mister, this I know for certain. What? does it mean to know something for certain? It means that you're sure of something. You know that thing is definitely what you think it is. And what does vague mean? Vague means kind of uncertain. Fuzzy? Unclear? Yeah. So, this guy's address. Does she want to know it for vague or for certain? For vague. Yes, she goes through all the different things she doesn't want to know about where this mister lives. Uh-huh. But then she says she knows for certain what she wants to do when she finds him. Yes. It makes me curious. Do you think she's in love or in hate? Mm. Or it could be her long-lost little brother who was picked up by unicorns when she was six. It's possible. I don't know what your certainty would be, <laughs> what you do with that, and why you wouldn't want to know if you had a certain plan. I think there's some love here that happened. I don't know if she dumped him or he dumped her, or maybe it's more complicated than that. But that's my hunch. <laughs> it's like maps destroy him from the face of the earth. I still like getting carried away by unicorns better. What's one thing you know for vague right now that you want to know for certain? Is it what you'll be when you grow up? Is I want to know for certain when I'll be able to go to school full-time again. Great example. What's something you know for certain that you wish you knew for vague? It's not my birthday for 10 whole months. I wish that was a little bit fuzzier. Last segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? I do. You love reading. I love reading, too. Our house is full of books. What was the first bound fiction novel? I know there are Bibles and things like that. I know there are orally transmitted tales like the Iliad and the Odyssey. But what's the first novel for people to read 
in a way that we would find familiar today? Wow, great question. I'll look it up and get back to you. your vexing question. The first novel ever written was called The Tale of Genji. It was written by a woman named Murasaki Shikibu, and it follows the life of Hikari Genji. While it was written a thousand years ago, it became really famous in 1925 when it was translated into English. Wow, that's a long time ago. You said it was translated. What was the original language it was written in? Oh, right. I forgot to mention. This was in Japan, so it was originally written in Japanese. Do you know what happens in the story? Well, not all of it, because I haven't read it myself. But it chronicles the life of a woman named Hikari Genji. I think it just follows her daily life. Cool. So, even back then, people turned to novels to know what it felt like to be someone else? Yeah. It has since been read by people all over the world, and is today known as the first novel to have ever been written. I'll have to check it out. Hmm, me too. And maybe someday we'll write a novel about our story and it'll be read a thousand years from now in Japan. You Must Know Everything was produced by me, Rossa Smith, and him, Jeremy Smith. And the amazing music was by Furniture. Get cool You Must Know Everything merchandise, spit your own vexing questions, and listen to more than 50 previous episodes at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Please rate, review, and share the show. And please tune in next time for everything you need to know.